All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Tyler, your rem truck here to tell you I'm fucking disgusting, bro. And I generally stink like piss because I just, I don't wash my hands. I piss on them. I piss on them. I piss on them. Oh, this makes you realize. Full of piss. New pod taking the piss. I I piss on them. I actually piss all over myself. Yeah. The handling is problem. Wow. Piss on them. Piss on them. Oh, oh, somebody drinking their own urine is totally plausible. You can find a way to mix in a pee jar. Full of piss on them. Sometimes I don't even take it out. I just go. I don't wash my hands. I piss on them. Piss on them. Um, good show. Shout out to me, Watcher. Yeah. So we have a guest coming up today. UFC fighter Mike Malott. Can you imagine if he was like in the waiting room and was like, "Oh, this podcast I'm about to join is starting. I'll give it a listen." Hello. What the <laughs> fuck? Jesus. He probably wouldn't do the interview. Well, Being honest. We don't know that to be sure. What if you just interviewed me and I pretended to be that guy? Mm-hmm. How was your fight on Saturday? Pretty morning? good. I'm in good shape. I hope to be in better shape for the next fight. There you go. Do you know Mike Malaz is a brother who plays for the Winnipeg Jets? I did not know <laughs> that. Are you 100% sure? Jeff Malott, 26 years old. He is, uh, yeah, from the Manitoba Moose and Winnipeg Jets. And it says there his brother played for him. Mike Malott's younger brother, Jeff Malott, is a professional hockey player who currently plays for the Manitoba Moose, the American Hockey League, and he's a prospect at 26 years old. Hey, great insight, Chalmers. I put a photo up on the Oilers Nation Instagram of what I thought was a weird-looking Darnell Nurse playing for Sault Ste. Marie. And I'm like, whoa, he looks so different. Whoa. And then someone DMs are like, that's Elijah Nurse, you idiot, his brother. And I go, Darnell Nurse does not have a brother, Elijah. I think I just sent me a link. And I was like, (laughs) he does look like off-brand Darnell. But it would make sense. They are related. But I was like, damn, Darnell's changed a lot since Junior. His entire facial structure has changed. What? Carson. Elijah. Cousin. His cousin, yes, not his brother, not his brother. This is getting cousin. worse by the minute. Well, his nurse adjacent. Elijah does have a brother, Isaac. Who How many of these nurses are athletes? Some of these old All testament names. Isaac Nurse plays for the University of New Brunswick. You can't miss with these genes. Nope. It started Donovan McNabb and the Chunky Soup commercials. Yep. Wait, and his mom. Hmm. She was in the ads too. She was. I remember. Isaac Nurse was the captain of the Hamilton Bulldogs. Does that mean Steve Stales was there? No. Yep, he was. There you go. All now, I heard, together. no, granted, it was your rim truck that said it. Mm-hmm. Steve Stales might not come to Edmonton now. He might go to Austin. Well, he's the guy in who Edmonton. The guy who bought the Senators, right? I mean, the guy that bought the Senators and Steve are tight. Michael Landauer? Yeah. 
They're tight. Yeah. Like this. Uh-huh. Oh no. Is he going to try to take them? Hmm. You get a call from Steve Steos? Uh, not quite, but anywho, you can take it. We can continue in your absence. Yeah, I'll be you. On speakerphone. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go take it. Up. Yeah, you go take I your call. Just put it on speakerphone. This isn't even turned on, anyways. We're not even really doing a podcast. Hmm. Well, did you guys? Now hear that about, he's gone. Did you guys hear about Tyler? <laughs> Tell me more. What happened? Wears his underwear inside out every other day. You know what I'm saying? Well, he flips them to wear the he's clean side. He's not a daily washer. He's a flipper. Yeah, you got to wear the clean side. I knew it. I just didn't want to say anything in front yeah, of him. Yeah, that's why we call him Skids Urem Chuck. Of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all that smell is. You know, Liam, we could kill him. We probably could. We could hide his body. River's right there. And then people will be like, yeah, hey, did you, guys, did you guys see your Chuck? I'm like, yeah, he was here like five minutes ago. He took a phone call and left. Yep. Skid pants? We're the last people to see him alive. I'll ask people to hear him. Oh, but the three of us would have an alibi, though. Yeah, so we could all just cover for each other. Yeah. Ask me, if, ask me if I know what happened to your Amtrak's corpse. Hey, have you seen Tyler's body? No, man, but I was in a podcast with him with two witnesses. And I was one of them. Investigation closed. Mm. Yep. You Good guys see anyway. uh, Floyd, Mayweather fight, uh, Floyd Mayweather fight John Gotti the third? I did see that, but I was more uh, intrigued by the purse. My first question is why? Why are they doing this? Floyd Mayweather, you have brick money of cash from here to tomorrow in your private mm-hmm. jet. Why are you fighting John Gotti, three of all fucking people? According to uh, Insider Sport, for 25 million bones is why. He made 25. What John Gotti, three make? Allegedly $20 million. Balderdash. There's no way he's fighting an unknown for only 5 million more. I agree with that. Your Amtrak, we plotted to kill you while you were coming. Uh, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. We thought we could get away with it because we would all cover for each other. And then Liam asked me like a fake cop question. Did I do it? And I held up. He good. said no. Alibis. Yeah. Everybody's got one. That is a good point, actually. If there ever was a time to kill a person, it would be while you're recording a podcast with them. We say on the air, you can hear him say, I have a phone call and he left. That was the last we ever saw of him. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we stopped the podcast. Righteous sack beating. Righteous back in here. There you go. Who is John Gotti? I, I do like that you were Googling it and spelling it in really fucked up ways. Yeah, I, I, thought, it work. I thought it was John Goody. He was a free? crime boss in the 80s. Not, but not three, but like free. No, no. Yeah. You, spell, you put John, then G-O-O-D-I-E. Yeah, free. free. And they made it work? No, no. I just had to Google free. Yeah, you were lost. You know what, Liam? I think you should do a little deep dive on John Gotti. Teflon dog. I'll tell you the top hits. Well, Number one, crime boss. Number two, Show on A and E called "Growing Up Gotti." Oh, I remember. Yeah, and this- little Kim did the intro song. Yeah, fantastic. That show. was strange. Very odd. How about this? Just popped up, so I want to pass it along. The Edmonton Elks announced that on the twenty fifth, they're doing twelve sixty day, and they're going to have a section where the staff of TSN twelve sixty will be, and all tickets are twelve dollars and sixty cents. What the hell? In that oh, section, yeah. in the was this place. prior that to the section. closure? No, it just, just on came the fly. To, yeah, on Does the this fly. Now benefit the people of twelve sixteen anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I had one of them texted me like an hour ago, and I was like, "Hey, we're doing a TSN twelve sixty section. Like, feel free to stop by if you can come to the Elks game." I was like, "Okay, cool." I didn't know it was just like to the public, so I guess all the listeners and stuff can go hang out with them. That's kind of neat. We're making light, but twelve sixty shutting down. I sad. find it actually very sad. It's I, very I, I oh yeah, sad. it's brutal. I just turned off the radio when I got in the car yesterday. Yeah. Silence. It was fucking like ice cold did. too, man. I took Virgin Radio off my dial. As you should. No more. The media's fucked yep. up, man. Just like large scale like that is just so complicated and like it's just it's weird that a big company like that is like in the media game, but clearly has no interest in being in the media game, you know? I, I think that there are a lot of really good people who work at that station who do a really good job. Oh yeah. And to like on the air pull the plug i mean i guess it's so everyone can't do like a victory tour where they tell everybody off yeah. but like that's cold-blooded shit man should have had gregor on today and let him do his victory tour <laughs> well i actually am in the back end of boilersnation.com right now tyler and gregor is working on a story about what happened from yesterday oh well, there you go oh. so watch out for that probably going to hit the website at some point today oh there you go oh, yeah obviously gregor. you guys don't have a lot of friends there and whatnot so it's mm. a bit of a tough day but it's interesting how like people on the inside, the people who work there, people who used to work there, people in the media space, like it wasn't the most stunning thing in the world. It was like, Oh shit. They finally, like yeah. bell finally got to that point in their list of like time to ax it. But like for listeners, like that's why I really feel for it too, is like for me sitting in my car today, I was like, I got nothing to listen to. What the hell? Or some podcasts, I guess. Mm. Um, but like for the everyday listeners who would have like not known anything was up, it's just kind of like, Oh shit. You know? 
I listen to yeah. Megan The Stallion most of the day, so I don't really listen to sports radio. But <laughs> like, you, you, like you get into the deep cuts? But, oh, yeah, I really work. Some of the mixtapes she put out before. Not even on pop. Spotify. No. I, got a, I got a SoundCloud it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> when, did, uh, when did 1260 stop in Edmonton? It was Team 1260 for a long time. Yep. Okay. And before that, it was uh, a country station. I think it was CFCW. CFCW. Yeah. It was the OG CFCW, I think. Yeah. And, and it was Ted CFRN. used to play music back in the day. Mm. Can you believe? Yeah. Because AM used to be the only M. And mm-hmm. the Oilers mascot at one point was a CFCW mascot named Critter. For real? Mm-hmm. Back in the early 90s. That CFCW jingle will always live in my head. Mm-hmm. Why don't you sing Go it? Go ahead. CFCW. Chalmers, <laughs> if, if he was here, bless his soul, Chalmers would give us a good one. Do you know what was a, what was a good era? And this was when <laughs> I first moved to Canada. So this was my first induction into Canadian radio. Mm-hmm. Was when... Joe FM was still around. Oh, yeah. And everyone's voicemail was, I listen to Joe. You're damn right we do. We were looking, getting that paper. You were like, what a weird country. <laughs> so odd. It's all fucked up. Well, there was a time before even that where it was Power 92 and you would answer the phone. Power 92 plays today's best music. Now show me my money. And one time I phoned a kid and he answered like that and I stopped being friends with him after. I went to school the next day and I was like, listen to this. You fucking answer the phone with the power 92 and the boys are like, no, not, no, we're in grade six. We got to get this <laughs> yep. scandal, put a lid on this shit. His mm-hmm. mom's just next to him. Say that, say the line, say the say line. The line. <laughs> if you're going to pick up the phone, you have to say this. Picks up a little note. Call display wasn't as prevalent in those days, you know? Now yeah, fast forward to grade 12 and a girl in my high school won the power 92 mega prize. Really? She got like a Jeep Cherokee and like cool. Granite Southgate mall, all the cutlery you could put in your pockets. And she showed up in a brand new Jeep. <laughs> and we were like, God damn. And she's like, power 92 showed me the money, like in the thing. Yeah. She had that Jeep for you. I know a girl who won live for a year from a radio station. So she got. They let you live? Yeah. They don't kill you. Everyone else dead. Day 366, though. You're out. Giddy up. No, so it was like she had like 36K to like pay her bills. And then it was like all these things. It was like movie passes every week for the year, like beer or whatever for the year, breakfast coupons at like these places for like one a week for the year. And it was like, we're going to pay so you can live for a whole year. That's cool. That's pretty neat. That is neat. Well, shout out to people at 1260, man, because there's a lot of good folks who lost their jobs. I think that sucks, sucks, man. Yeah, it's awful. I just, you know, one thing I thought about is just Tyler and I on Monday were talking about how there's the whole Nick Taylor thing and how he won the Canadian Open, like how Canadian sports is progressing so much. And now just these radio stations are just getting ripped out from everyone. And like people aren't even going to hear about some of the stuff that's happening if they're just casually driving around, right? That's like true. it's kind of, but then you guys also weird. said like, they're also making odd choices. Like when they closed the TSN station in Vancouver and replaced it with old standup bits, funny F AM. Like, see, I'm not shocked that shut. <laughs> Nobody's going <laughs> to listen to that, that garbage, but, but 1260 yeah. rocks. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Like they're normally, also- Right now, if I was getting an article from Gregor, he'd be like, all right, can you get this set to go for two? Because he'd be going live on the air and you'd want to talk about it. And today it's just static when I got in my car. Yeah, it was funny yesterday. Me, him and Frank have a group chat to organize when we're going to record the rundown. And yesterday, uh, yesterday, Frank goes, uh, 10 a.m., 8 a.m. tomorrow. And Gregor was like, I could do it all day. <laughs> and then on the episode, I was I made a joke when my segment was done. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm out, guys. I'm going to go watch more of the U.S. Open. And Frank was like, geez, what a life, Tyler. You know, some of us have jobs, right? And then just Gregor was like, <laughs> Gregor was like, well, oh, poor no. Gregor. Ah, classic Greg's. Gregor. But I also think, I don't know, like from an industry perspective, I think it's just like a weird growing and like moment mm-hmm. of change. But I think for the most part, like sports media is actually going to get, get to a pretty good spot. If you didn't invest in your own social media and you were in the media and you're like, oh, I'll always be the person on Funny 1040 in Vancouver. Got to get your own ship popping, son. If you made your whole yeah. personality where you worked, kind of, right? Like, or you just only did yeah. your social through the station or yeah. some shit like that. Well, what's going to be interesting to me, at least now, is to see who does what now that this has happened. Like, I think of Jespo as an example. When he left 630 Chet, he's turned it into something completely different on his own. And completely better. Like, he is better off there, right? Because a, a lot of the guys in Vancouver did that, right? They pretty much all did, yeah. They all just Winnipeg, Hustler, stuff, like, yeah. he did that. There's a guy named Hustler in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Huss. Winnipeg Sports. Two Sports names. Hustler. Hustler. First name Huss. Last name Lur. Mm. Interesting cat, hey? Have you met Huss? Huss. I'm a Lur guy. Just wearing a mankini around. Excuse mm-hmm. me, Mr. Lur. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, like I said, we got a guest coming up in a little bit. UFC fighter Mike Malott. Mildly he won. He was one of the six Canadians who won at UFC 289. We're going to talk to him for a few minutes about what it's like to win a UFC fight. I actually have some questions I have prepared for this interview. Can we ask him what it's like to almost have Rogers Arena fall on top of you? That's on my list of questions. Did you guys see that one? Yep. That was, so he was the guy walking yeah, out. Yeah, he was him. Damn, that guy's jacked. Yeah, he is. So he's going to join us. He's going to pop up in the little window there at the bottom. I'm curious if Arrow gets to eat cheese, you know? Like he was shredded. I saw the video. Man. Like, like what's his diet regimen? Yeah, like when you're, when, you're, when you're trimming what, down. What's his post-fight meal? Yeah, do you get to go oh, ham yeah. after and That's eat a good ham question. after? We got to ask him that one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyways, before we keep going. Like, do, you go, do, you go, do you follow The Rock on Instagram when he has the uh, cheat day Sundays? Yeah. No, I do not. And it's just like... When a he eats tw- like 50 pancakes and shit? You don't see it's that? It's fucking awesome. He'll be like, cheat day Sundays, and here's like two tables of sushi. Yeah. <laughs> then he eats and then just starts pounding on the table until it shatters beneath his hands. <laughs> yeah. And he Why? goes, Fast and Furious 70 coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Hart pops out. Yeah. Of his ear. They mm-hmm. rattle off a quick Jumanji movie. They do another one. <laughs> Jumanji Live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four billion dollars the box office. Yeah. It is amazing that The Rock went from being a wrestler to the biggest action star on earth playing only himself. <laughs> Yeah, he's not very diverse. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't have a character he ever plays. Hey? He plays the sometimes rock. He has sunglasses. Yeah, sometimes he doesn't. That's a different guy. Yeah. So sometimes like, he wears again, a hat. Forgive me, but I don't like. Uh, I don't watch these movies. I don't watch any movies because you used to listen to Twelve Sixty with all your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. what are you gonna do? But do his characters have different names, or is he no, always? It's just- always the Rock. Rock. R dot Ock. Mister R Ock. But like, do <laughs> they? Ock. So like in these movies, will Kevin Hart be like calling him like James or something? I don't know. <laughs> He's like big fella. He always calls him big fella. Yeah, like big fella. <laughs> and then he calls him Kevin Hart. Yes, they They are are lazy movies when you think about it. They don't even have different characters. They have the same costumes. He does have the good fortune of different names, though. He does? Yeah, so you can't confuse his Jumanji character with his CIA character from his, uh, you know, that one where he jumps off the... You want to hear the truth? Why don't you Google this? Why don't you Google what's Vin Diesel's real name? (laughs) Vineyard. No, no. (laughs) Vin... Mark Sinclair? <laughs> no shit. He had to change it to something cool. What a nerd. Mark Sinclair sounds like a porn name. Mark Sinclair sold me jeans. Yeah, he's not making 10 Fast and Furious with Mark Sinclair. <laughs> Remember when Vin Diesel left Fast and the Furious to make Triple X after the first one? It was like, I don't need money. And then came back for the fourth one, like, yeah. I really need money. So he's right at the end of Tokyo Drift, the third one, which ended up being a prequel or something. The one with a little yes. Bow Weezy in it? Yeah, you know Damn it. Damn right. Why didn't he, named, in it? he named one of his kids Vincent. Oh. <laughs> I need to honor short for Vineyard. <laughs> what do you think his wife calls him? Mark or Vin? Oh, stage names only. I don't know. It's all about family with that guy. Call him whatever. Yeah. I actually watched Fast and Furious <laughs> 9 the other day. And how many was, sittings? <laughs> she took me like four. <laughs> I just... I've never seen one. Second, uh, wow! Well, not even one, and not even all the same. Nope. Well, they, my favorite part about the Fast and the Furious series is that it started off as street racing, but now they're like flying to space and to shit. Space. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, and they just, they just so, so they have to fly through this satellite in space. Oh my lord! And then they're like, "Well, there's no way we can get home." And then somehow they navigate this car through space to like a space station, and they're saved. <laughs> this is way to spoil it for me. Yeah, Sorry, wow. Everybody. Is this based on a true story or did you just ruin the plot? <laughs> it's just like and that no, Michelle work for me, man. That Michelle Rodriguez. Nope. Uh she came out and said, like, <laughs> there was two things. She said that these superheroes are getting exhausting because movies are getting exhausting because they're all the same. I was like, well, we made nine of the same movie besides Tokyo Drift, which was slightly different. Because I had a little bow wow. Yes. Little bow wow. And yeah. then uh he was Vin, selling sneakers. Vin Diesel said there is no movie franchise that has ever had more success than Vin Diesel. I uh, sorry, well, Vin Diesel, but Fast and Furious. Arguably the truth. Is his character James Bond? Is his character in the movie oh, called yeah, Vin yeah. Diesel? <laughs> yep. That's the rock. What is he called in it? Dominic Dom. Toretto. Dom Toretto. Hey, yo, I live Dom my, Toretto. There's I no mean, way I have body like that anymore. I live my anymore. life quarter mile at a time, even when I'm in space. And he sprints around in Timberlands. Let me steer this time. car into this space station. Mm-hmm. It would make oh, sense if Vin Diesel was the character's name in the car movie, though, right? Like, we're all on... You Dom Toretto. <laughs> that should be his real-life name, and he should have switched. 
Should have been Don. Mark really. Sinclair. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny is rappers' real names. But like who? Wow. Calvin brought us. Yeah, Snoop. We mm-hmm. can play this as a game. O'Shea Jackson. Oh, it's Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one, though. O'Shea's a cool name. Yeah. yeah. I learned that one from the uh, NWA movie. Straight out of Compton. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Birdman's real name's Brian Williams, like Brian Williams, the Telecaster. Hell yeah. That's really? Funny. Yeah. That's funny. What's oh yeah, I know Curtis Jackson, 50 Cent. That's a cool yeah. name, actually. Curtis Jackson. That'll rock. Um like what's NBA Youngboy's real name? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> And he did a live stream because he's on house arrest in Colorado. Hey, and he put this new album out and he was going to do this like live stream thing. And then he didn't show up. Contrail Deshaun Golden. That's strange. Uh, NLE Chopper, Bryson Potts. There we go. Lil Baby is Dominic Jones. (laughs) Have you seen the Lil Baby documentary on Prime? Yeah, of course. I feel like he snitches on himself a handful of times in that movie. In what way? For crime committed? Yeah. I feel like he does. I don't know how statute limitations work on certain aspects, but I feel like he uh, rats himself out. We got to stop snitching yeah. on ourselves, people. Mm-hmm. Can't put it in your tunes either. Listen to the new Gunna track where he talks about how yeah. he can snitch. Well, oh. that's a tough one, man, because all they had on Gunna was he was in a two car convoy that got stopped and the second car had guns in it. Yeah. And he that's what he was in jail with no bail for what? Four, five, six months. Yeah. Like stuff. I don't even know that he snitched. Like he said, it was a gang. Yeah. But I don't oh, know, my apologies. Also in the terrible news, you text me uh 730 this morning. Wow. <laughs> Boozy. I had to tell you as quickly as I heard. <laughs> what happened? Boozy badass got arrested again, man. And this oh. is like bad because he's going to go to jail for a while. And most of Boozy badass's podcast appearances are about how it's so good not to be in jail anymore. Mm. What do he do? federal gun charge. He got pulled over and he had oh. handguns and felons can't do that. So then he goes and has state gun charges. The lawyers go, they get the charges dismissed. He walks out of the courthouse and gets arrested by federal agents and then tweets like, I love you, my kids, I'll see you in the next life or some shit, basically. like That's messed up. It is messed up, man. I love Boozy Badass. Mm, sad. He was hot in like 2006, 2007, then went to jail for like eight years, was on death row then beat the charge, got out and resumed his rap career. I really enjoy sitting here watching Liam Google everything we talk about. <laughs> it's very, you were just watching Mike Malott highlights. I was watching Mike, he won his last fight in a minute. So I was very curious. He won in Vancouver? It. Yeah, he won it. Oh, it took a minute? A minute and six Goodness seconds. Gracious. Oh, round two. Oh, round two. So it's five uh, minutes and six minutes and How do you win? Seconds. Knockout? Submission. Hell yeah. Choked a man's life out of him. Whoa. Fucking we, right. You should say that line to him. We're going to talk to him? <laughs> And then I also Googled boozy badass. I can't control when I found out he got arrested. I had to tell you. No, I I just, what made me laugh is I was still sleeping. And when I woke up and I look at my phone, I'm like, the first thing I see is that boozy badass got arrested. Sometimes when he gets a very, very, it's tough in these streets, man. Very, very early. Do you always wake up at the same time every day? No, but I'm waking up super fucking early, like 5 a.m. I don't even know why. Really? Just yeah. You sleep with your blinds open? It's just the sun or summer. Mm-hmm. I go to bed like 10, 11, normal people times. Yeah. What time, time do you, you wake up at? Uh, quarter after 7, 7.30. Today I was, I was late though. It was a late riser. I woke up at 8 today. Yeah, I'm usually too. 7. Great day today though. 7, 2 days a week. The other 3 days a week, 7.30. You know what it was though? There's it's 7 like, days in a week. But. It's rainy and it was cold in my room. And I was all bundled up and nice. nice eh? Yeah, Cozy nice. wozy. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always Fantastic. I sleep with my laptop next to me. So I'm I'm up at seven thirty. I sit up, grab my laptop. I'm at it. I don't just write an article like with all this dream analysis yeah. you had in your head. I'm sure Amber loves that. She's up at like six thirty, bro. She's gone. Ah. I just imagine you lying in bed, waking up, being like the Oilers penalty kill. This is how I've <laughs> solved it, and then you just start writing an article immediately. <laughs> Why don't we put Derek Ryan on ah. PK two? Calls Jay Woodcroft. <laughs> Jay, Jay. That's right. It's Tyler. Again. Emergency. <laughs> PK to Derek Ryan. Hey, Derek Ryan's back to your contract. 900 K. My represented himself. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Waz called him the storm and Mormon. Holy (laughs) shit. (laughs) Put that on a shirt. Yeah. I saw that a couple of times on Twitter. I don't think you can say Mormon in merch though. Getting a cease and desist in the church of Jesus Christ. From what's the university. Joseph Smith directly below. Yeah. BYU. (laughs) Oh man. Those TikToks. Do you get those? Like, what's the craziest thing you've seen happen at BYU, a big Mormon university? And it'll be a girl being like, 
one time I came out of the shower and I saw a boy. Like, ah. <laughs> one time, one time a couple got engaged after eight days. We have very different TikTok algorithms. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, what's your go-to party drink? They'll be like Sprite, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh it's no! Like, Hell yeah, love those. BYU. <laughs> oh, my favorite party drink is just pulling up to the function and eating Wilhock beef jerky. Of course, <laughs> everyone's like, "What do you got?" I'm like, Delicious. 12 pepperoni sticks." What did you bring? I like to show up to the party with a canister of alcohol in gaseous form and just inhale the gas. <laughs> just have a hoot, sit back, hoot, sit back. Damn, you're drunk on that smoke. And you go for the Wilhock beef jerky. Gotta be like me. Pull up with beef jerky to the party. Everyone will love you. A pack of wild coyotes. <laughs> Just show up with a giant garbage bag full of beef jerky. Sit by yourself and eat it in its entirety. Mm-hmm. That's your Tyler M. Chuck's party trick. Yep. Uh, three spots in Edmonton for Wilhawk. And there's a butcher shop up on the, what would that be? The, the, uh, the north side of St. Albert. The butcher shop up on the north side of St. Albert by the Costco also carries it. They have a big billboard that says it. People are making a lot of noise out in our office. Yeah, I think they're excited. saying Storm and Mormon. They're all excited. <laughs> you might be dancing a little bit. Yeah, a little bit arms. of dancing. I see some stretching. Kennedy's doing some arms. stretching. He's preening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little calisthenics. They're working hard out there. They yep. are working hard out there. I think one of the most annoying things about this podcast for the listeners is when we randomly grab somebody from the office and force them to answer our questions. <laughs> well, Liam, wrong place, wrong time, buddy. If you had been working on your clips outside, you would have been free to go home. Yeah, but then he wouldn't true. learn about Boosie Badass. And uh, how to spell John Gotti free. Mm. Mm. What if Boosie Badass goes back to jail for years on end? Who is Boo- like? Is this? I didn't even know who he was. Rapper? Boosie Badass is a legit good rapper from the South. Who from the South. Falsely was sent to death row, man. Like, oh, think boy. about that. And then you beat. Not a lot of people get off death row. Nope. Yeah, that's crazy. So he would always go on this rap podcast called Vlad TV. You ever heard about that? Vlad? Vlad TV? No, nope. I'm, not, I'm not part of the game. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. I don't listen to rap very much. Post Vlad Malone TV is, is the number rap. one hip hop podcast. Vlad? Vlad TV. Vlad, Vlad Guerrero? Vlad Guerrero yeah, TV. Yeah, kind of like Vlad Guerrero TV. Vlad Guerrero Only TV. in Spanish. And oh, Boozy Badass goes on there on the regular. Hmm? Boozy Badass has a song called Vlad TV. I wouldn't doubt it. Because he went on Vlad TV and blew the hell up. And that's why he has like hip hop. You know, Boozy Badass, I was reading about him this morning. At 730 in the morning because someone rudely texted you. He's been incarcerated. Again. It's fine. I didn't see it until that? I just wake up. He was making 45 grand for podcast appearances yeah. because he just says so, uh, such outlandish yeah, shit. Man. He has an opinion on everything. But his number one thing, he's got eight kids. Is that like, I don't want to go back to jail. I love my kids. <laughs> it's sad. It's that video playful moment with caged lion goes terribly wrong. Tourist leg gets mauled. Well, find out more. Vlad TV. They blame boozy badass for this too. Jeez Louise. Oh, I had a dream about this podcast the other day. That's I had a dream that no one showed up and I had to do it. And I think it was you who was like, text me like you have to do the podcast. I feel like you just doing this podcast by yourself would be your favorite version of this podcast. (laughs) And in the dream, I didn't know what to do. So I just kept reading headlines. Like I was just like, this is in the news right now. And like, I'd read it and be like, ah, and like, didn't know what to do next. You could have said a little joke and pretend you're like, yeah, Jay Leno. No, little monologue. Maybe based on the news. I don't think I could do it. Come on. Read newyorktimes.com and just me being like, so this Trump is getting Dow Jones is down again. Hey, wow. I'm Russ Dratwell with the business of whatever. This is such a weird website. Read us what? some headlines. Um, I can't. Dallas County. No, Dallas County man goes viral with gruesome mugshot after his arrest bail set at 10K. Okay. okay. Stop on these streets, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's some. Why, oh, why K. Osiris is back in the news again. Stephen A. says he's surprised by Shannon Sharp's emotional send off. Do you think Kanye West's wife is real? His wife? What do you think? It's two raccoons in a trench coat? <laughs> no, no. Like, uh, like a bloody intelligence agent assigned to him to oh, keep maybe. him quiet as long as he's happy well wow. uh kanye west wife bianca sensory like he... steps out for kfc date shoeless c pick click on that for i like how he looks like he's <laughs> i like how he looks like he's a roblox character he's wearing weird shoulder pads yeah like what is that what do it's I his do? new thing he's yeah. wearing really thin <laughs> shoes like like star trek away mission boots. Oh, i thought those were just him walking around in socks nope that's <laughs> the new well he doesn't have no shoe company but you know what i mean yeah yeah, that's true. It doesn't make a ton of sense. Not a whole lot. I don't really understand what's going on. Is, is that, that Kanye West? 
Well, he's not looking great. Well, he's got he's got he looking pads great. On. Does he got the shoulder pads shoulder? on? Is that what he was? Yeah. Shoulder pads? Okay. He looks like What's he's a battle bot. Doing? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> great way to put it. Yeah. But like his wife, I'm not oh. even getting a read on this lady. She's like a senior designer at Yeezy, but she's an architect. Well, I'm like that ain't cricket. And then suddenly they're married. Yeah. That ain't cricket. Sometimes she has to walk around with that thimble looking thing covering mm, her that head. That ain't right either. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of really weird shit going on. A little bit. If you take a step back and like the internet's getting to a weird place. Just society in general, I yeah, think, is just turning into a strange, strange beast. No one's like official left to tell us what to think. So now we just have to make it all up on our own. Oh, hey, did you guys see this? Ready for the hardest topic turn in your life? Kennedy posted these photos. Her grandma <coughs> brought out her photo album, and her grandma had taken a bunch of original photos from inside the Oilers Cup party one year. What? Yeah, the one she snuck into? Yeah. So it's like all these never before seen photos of like Wayne what? Gretzky, the team. Where are those? Are they on OAN? They're on the Oilers Nation Instagram. People Kennedy, can check them out. You've done it again. Where's my phone? But it's like all these cool, never before seen photos. Let me have a look. It looks. Yeah, take a peek at them. It's pretty neat stuff. Wow. Oh, I thought you were just getting up to leave and go talk to Kennedy. I was like, oh, that's fair. See ya. Who's that sitting in the Stanley Cup? As we all go quiet eh, and just look at our phones. Yeah. Wow. Oilers Nation. Look at that. Crazy. These are cool. And man, even that one on the ice with no ads on the boards. <laughs> Could you imagine? Now we get ads that are both in person and digital. Tyler, very exciting. Oh my, this is awesome. Amazing. A young Esatikin in there holding the cup with babes. Look at Wayne and Janet. Awesome. Look at Tegan and all those weirdos. Mm. Glenn Anderson wearing a nice white suit. Who's that with his? Is that Crucial Insight? I don't know who that is. I don't know. Pretty sure that's my Crucial Insight. 1988. That is pretty epic. Could you imagine? There's the last photo in this album, by the way, fair listener. Go check it out. Weather's Nation dot D-O-T spelled out. Cigarette branded scoreboard. There's that. And also just all the people flooding the ice. Yeah. Imagine you're at the Oilers home Stanley Cup win and your first instinct is it's time to light a player's cigarette and (laughs) jump on the ice. There were simpler times then. You know, I mean, does it not just lumping together all three advertisements? Sitting with a player's cigarette, a nice cold Coca-Cola, and reading the Edmonton Journal. God, what a, what a Saturday bitch. Morning. Brand synergy. Checkmate. <laughs> Read what Jonesy has Back to Back in the day, you could get smokes at the concession stands in Northlands, eh? Really? Yeah. You could, someone DM'd this to me a long time ago, and they're like, take me at my word, Barnier. You could go and get smokes, and the player's cigarette brand that was on the scoreboard was all you could get there. Well, I, I even just remember like this wasn't at the arena, but just going to bars. Remember the cigarette machines? You could just be like, I want a pack of Demorier. Before our time, Liam. Way before our time. You guys are. I've just been, I'm reading a. Did you guys see the Nikola Jokic? Joker, what's his name? Nikolai Jokic. Just Jokic. his like quotes after I was like, couldn't care less that he just won the NBA. I love it. He says he hates his job, essentially. He said that he has lost his finals MVP trophy. He said, I really don't he know where it is. Because he threw Jamal Murray in the pool. Yeah. And he says, it's not there now. anymore. And so I don't know. So it's just like gone. And then there's a video. When he wanted out. to go back home and he was told he had to stay for the parade. Yeah. Hilarious. So, oh, yeah. Did you he see did. photos of the parade? How sparsely attended it was? No. Oh, yeah. That would have been dunking. Uh, yeah. Nikolai Jokic. He said something like, yeah, uh, th- there's more important things. Like, this is just my job. No one likes their job. <laughs> Or maybe they do. They're lying. He's he's a funny guy. I liked it. He's so weird. Ah, uh, there's nobody there. <laughs> you see what Vegas is doing for their parade? No, they're doing it at night on the Strip oh, in Vegas. That is so. It starts sick. at like eight p.m. Well, you got to do it at night, otherwise everyone will cook. <laughs> well, yeah. how bad do you want to be there? And it's, I mean, that's kind of cool. All right, our yeah. guest is here. Our guest is here. I hate that it's in Vegas. Like, you really should have won the Stanley Cup. It's fucking. They should have won the Stanley Cup. I'm so irritated. Speaking of winners, let's welcome uh, UFC fighter Mike Malott to the show. What a nice pop in. Mike, how's it going? What's going on, boys? How are you? We are, uh, we are good. Welcome on to uh, the Real Life Podcast. Let's, let's start with the fact that, okay, I don't know what it feels like to win a fight. I've never personally been in a fight or accomplished anything athletic. But winning a fight <laughs> is one thing. Winning a fight in Canada, when the UFC hasn't come to Canada in a handful of years and you're Canadian, you must still just be buzzing off this thing. Yeah, man, I'm still riding pretty high right now. Not going to lie. It was, uh, for me, it was a pretty picture perfect night. And then just for Canada and all the other Canadians on the card, you, you couldn't have written it 
any better than that, right? We had six Canadians on the card. We went six for six. Everyone won. Everyone had standout performances. Some of the guys won when they needed it the most. Like my my teammate Kyle Nelson won, and it was like a, a do or die fight for him. And he looked the best he's looked in the UFC. Like Jasmine Jazdavisius, my teammate, had an absolute killer performance against a ranked opponent. She finally got a number beside her name. Like we're all climbing up at the same time, man. And then and then I got to you know hold the fort down at the end. Got to be the last Canadian fighting. Got to come out of those cheers, man. The 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 crowd was roaring. Like I, I go back and listen, you know, watch the fight and listen to like the in cage interview after. And I'm like screaming at the top of my lungs because I couldn't hear myself. I couldn't hear anything. I didn't know if they could hear me anymore because it was so loud in there. Like I'm watching it back on the, uh, you know, the video and I'm like cringing a little bit, just looking at myself, you know, scream in front of everybody. But I'm like, I didn't, I kind of forgot like, oh no, they'll hear you on TV, man. Like you don't need to scream at the top of your lungs. But I couldn't hear anything, man. I couldn't hear the sound of my own voice. I couldn't hear myself on the projectors because everyone was screaming so loud. It was, it was one of the best nights, maybe the best night of my life. That was crazy. Also, when you were heading out there, you mentioned how loud it was. Didn't the stanchion almost fall on you? Yeah. So, um, the, like the guardrail that they had, which I thought was like an actual bolt in railing. It's not, Mm. it's like guardrails that you move on, on angle to the, you know, to divide the stairs and the seats from, you know, stopping people from falling off. Everyone's like leaning in, you know, they started my walkout song and they're like, we're going to start it for 20 seconds. And then the camera's going to go on you. And then you're going to walk just to build up some hype get everybody excited. I'm like, well, mission accomplished. I guess you guys got everybody excited because everybody like leaning into high five and half the, you know, one half of them fell in and almost landed on me. They landed on one of my corner men, Chris Prickett, his leg got landed on and hip got landed on, but he, you know, he walked it off like a champ. I, I got, you know, I stepped side, step, side, step, hiney, hiney, get over those guys. And just like went back to being focused, like tried not to focus on it at all and forgot about it. Three seconds later, like by the time I got to the cage, it wasn't even, it didn't register that that had happened. And, uh, you know, luckily all my cornermen made it out too. Cause I, I didn't even, that didn't occur to me either that they might've been hit by, by the, the railing. Um, I didn't realize how far it went back. Like I thought it was just like the first thing, a couple people fell in and, you know, I, I ducked out of the way and I'm like, okay, that, that sucks for them, but focus. And then watch the video back. I'm like, Oh no, it was a bunch of people and they fell from high up. Like that would have sucked for them. And it would have sucked if I had gotten stuck under there. You know, uh, so glad you, it all worked out. Yeah. You mentioned the other Canadians there and two of them being your teammates, but how close knit is the community of Canadian UFC fighters? Like when you go six for six like that, are you all like hanging out after or whatever? Or did you have a chance to like chat with them? Yeah. So three of them actually are my teammates. So Deanna Bobita okay. was the the last, uh, she's Romanian, but she's been living in Canada the last four years and she lives with my, my coach and is a teammate of mine. So, you know, she's, she's, uh, Yes, she was she was the third Canadian on the team. I hadn't met um Mark Andre Barrio and I hadn't met Eamon Zahabi before this weekend, but I met both of them. We were all staying on the same floor and kept bumping into each other all week and we're, you know, giving each other good vibes and and you know, good energy and and wishing each other the best of luck and rooting for each other. So by the end of the week, it's like uh it's like when you're a kid and you go off to camp and you meet kids like that week. And by the end of the week, you're like, that's my best friend. It's like, you met that kid five days ago. What are you talking about? You know, it's, it's kind of like that where you're like, you're like, those, come on, those are my boys. Like I barely know them, but those are my guys, you know, like you're rooting for them so aggressively. Yeah. Right. And Eamon killed it. He had a tough fight from what I had heard. I, I didn't look up his opponent much, but I had heard the guy who was fighting was really good. And he slept that guy immediately. And then Mark Andre had the fight of the night against uh, Eric Anders, who's a, another killer. Um, yeah. So it was just like from top to bottom, we had unbelievable performances like Kyle Nelson, you know, coming off a few tough fights in a row. He hasn't had like any, any easy fights in the UFC. He's fought killer after killer. He's coming off a draw against uh Doohoo Choi, I believe. Um, he, uh, you know, he needed to win this one. And then who do they give him? They give him like an undefeated prospect. Like this guy's, got a lot of hype behind him and he beats him. Like I said, jazz, she's fighting a ranked fighter. Who's like way younger than her and jacked, barely making weight jazz kills her. Like we all just had some, you know, some pretty solid tests ahead of us. And all of us just like passed with 
flying fucking carpets, bud. <laughs> yeah. So what's the, what's a camp like going into a fight like this? Like how long do you have to prepare for it? Um, you know, it really depends. I, I, I hear guys say like, Oh, six to eight weeks. And, and, you know, I hear different things from different fighters. Part of it for me is like, when did you find out about the fight? Because to be honest, like, you know, I've, I've heard about fights 12 weeks out and I have guys saying like, so when does camp start? When does camp start? And I'm like, like, I don't know, 2009 when I started training and haven't stopped since, like, it doesn't really make a difference. Like this is the only week where I'm not really training. I'm like trying to have like a full reset, empty the glass completely so that I can come back in and, and not feel burnt out for the next one and, and relax a little bit and let my body heal and mind just kind of reset. But for the most part, like once I get back into it, like next week will be a little bit lighter. And then the week after that will just be like basically camp, you know, it's, it's camp without a date in mind. So where a lot of guys are like focused on, okay, well, you know, I don't know what guys do. There are a lot of guys that are like, yeah, I kind of train between fights, but once there's training camp, I pick it up. I'm like, you're crazy. If you aren't spending all day, every day trying to get better at this sport, then I feel sorry for you, man. Cause there are people like, there aren't a lot, but there are guys like me out there who are obsessed with this. And this is, this is what they do. Like they don't have a lot of other things that they do in life other than spend time with family and, and, you know, R and R, but like, this is, this is, this is what I pour my passion. So I put so much into this. So like one, cause I enjoy it, but two, it's like, there are other guys like me, like I'm going to have to fight somebody like that. And maybe I already have, but, um, I want to feel as prepared going into these fights as possible. And, you know, as, as much as there are like kind of ups and downs before fights, like one thing I, I continually feel that brings me comfort leading up to a fight is like, okay, well, if you're nervous or you have self doubts between you and your opponent, who would you rather be right now? I'm like, Oh, I'd rather be me. And that's like, that centers me again. I'm like, fuck, I'm nervous. This guy's good. The, I mean, the last guy I just fought was a killer and he was getting no respect. And I was brought in to beat him. He was, everyone thought he was just being teed up to lose to me on pay-per-view. I'm like, no, this guy's really good. Like he's a lifelong wrestler He's a Muay Thai champion. He's a brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He's competed in professional grappling and professional Muay Thai. He's finished eight of his nine opponents. Like the loss that he had in the UFC, he took on nine days notice against a guy who's now 14 and 0 and he was winning that fight. He was up two rounds on him before he, you know, started slowing down and got caught. Like this is, it's like, shit, man, this is a super tough guy. It's, you know, super tough guy and probably going to be hard to look good against them. Like I can't afford to make any mistakes. And we just put in so much work into this fight, so much mental work, so much physical training day in and day out and, and, and made like slight adjustments from past camps. Like didn't just stick to the status quo training camp or, or training schedule. We, we, we constantly are like analyzing the process for, you know, any ounce of extra juice we can squeeze from, from this fruit. But, um, I mean, it worked out, man. Like I said, he, I, I didn't beat him the way I beat him because he's a slouch. He's a killer. He's mentally tough. He's good everywhere. There were no holes in his game. I didn't look anywhere and be like, okay, well, he sucks here. So I'll just do that. I'm like, dude, he's good everywhere. Like that guy's very legit. So to get, to get the win and the way it looked, uh, I, I was really happy with that. Uh, we were joking before you hopped on uh, about how on every Sunday on Instagram, the rock does his like cheat day where he just like eats whatever he wants. And it's like an insane thing. When you're done, you've accomplished the goal. You've won the fight. What's your celebration like after? Is there anything you like special you treat yourself to in the next like 12 to 24 hours? Uh, for the like, yeah, the right after the fight, I'm not a big drinker, but I do like my... I, I've, I've gotten into just because my, my parents drink a lot of red wine. I've, I've ended up like kind of really liking it. I cut it out through camp. So just afterwards had like a big glass of red wine. And honestly, like the big, the big reward for me was just like, we all kind of hung out in the lobby. It was me, Jasmine, Jazz Davisius, our corners. Um, I had some, my, my fiance was in town. Her family was in town. My parents, my aunt and uncle, my siblings, you know, two of my three siblings were in town some of their friends it was just so we just found like a corner of the hotel lobby and it wasn't like a big party or anything but they just everybody had a a beer or two and there was a little bit of food and it was just like really nice to just 
kind of bask in the the glory energy and the, the vibe of like everyone having this big collective exhale and like, man, not only did it not go badly, it went just about as well as it could. Yeah. And, and we all got to share in that together. And that just was so special for me. So we've, we got to have that this time. Last time I won in, in, in February in, in Vegas, it was very similar. We just all went out a much smaller group but we all just went out for sushi after and just kind of shared some words about the camp and the fight and and it's just it's a really simple way to celebrate but it's it's most meaningful to me and speaking of your siblings this is a hockey podcast so i'm gonna yeah. ask you i'm looking at your brother jeff's hockeyfights.com page right now yeah. and i haven't dug into if he's a if he's winning a lot of them or if he's losing them but do you ever see your brother drop the mitts and then call him after and be like all right man here's what you need to be doing a little bit differently I train with him. So I train my brother. So when, okay. uh, when he's home for the summer, so he's home for the summer now. So he comes to uh house of champions MMA with me. My, my striking coach, striking coach crew, Alin would without question adopt my brother, given the opportunity, like he loves my brother. So he's like working mitts with them. I'm working mitts with them, giving them things that we think might be able to help in a hockey fight. Like obviously it's very different from MMA or Muay Thai or boxing, but just kind of keeping things simple for him. So he puts like, actual work into making sure he can beat dudes asses during the the year and the kid follows through in during the season man i've, I've seen him dust some guys um he's a big kid hits hard and he's you know he's not afraid to get in the fight so it's pretty sweet watching him watching him drop the gloves we always have the games on at the house and sometimes i'll be walking through especially in camp you know i'm really focused on what i'm doing but just there's been a few times where it was perfectly timed as I'm walking through and watch for a couple of minutes, he drops the gloves and just absolutely pummels a dude. So yeah, man, super proud of that kid. 23 goals this year as well in the A. So he's, uh, he's putting yeah. something together down there. Uh, Mike, yeah. congratulations on the win, man. It was unbelievable. Like we spent a Wait, couple of weeks. Scored, hyping did you say he scored 23 goals this year? I think so. Right. Did I read that right. Says? I think so. I'm on his hockey DB. Yeah, he had 23 and 71 games with the moves. Bro, this shit keeps happening, man. This is fucking wild. Okay. I want... Okay, Contender Series. I get yeah. signed to Contender Series. He's number 39. How, how, how long did it take me to finish my fight? 39 seconds. He played his first preseason NHL game the same day or the same weekend I got signed to Contender Series. Both number 39. Okay. He scored 23 goals this season. The Canucks pull me aside... And say, hey, we, you know, we want you to meet a couple of the guys in the Canucks after weigh-ins. Wish me good luck. I'm like, okay, thanks, guys. Enjoy the show. They're like, oh, we got a gift for you. They pull out uh, a jersey. It says, uh, it's a custom jersey. It says Malat on the back, and then number 23, which I assumed was for, you know, 2023. I'm like, oh, that's a cool coincidence. If it ended there, that's a cool coincidence. But how many goals has he scored this year? 23. How many times have I been hit in my entire four-fight career with the UFC? 23 dude we just posted this this fucking weird shit keeps happening dude. we living in dude this is so i'm living in a simulation we're living in a movie i don't know what's going on but this is fucking wild boys so that is that is yeah that is wild i just rattled that off the cuff it's a good thing right he also it's so weird, man. If I if you wrote any of this stuff in a movie, you'd be like, yeah. that's corny as hell. None of that shit happens in real life. Like, and dude, why? You know how many goals he scored last year in the American League? How many? 23. Fucking go! <laughs> <laughs> dude, this is weird. This is weird, man. Oh, that's man. Crazy. This is happening on the podcast too, man. This is great. <laughs> yeah, that that is quite the way that that's quite the way to end it, Mike. Man, that's it was a pleasure awesome. chatting with you, man. You're a beauty. Congrats on the win, and uh, we'll chat again before your next fight. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, boys. There you See go. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mike Malati is a, he is a UFC winner. Mm. And that was a fun way to end it off as well. So uh, what, crazy. A, what a beauty. What an absolute beauty. Um, all right. What's up? That was funny. It's a lot of 23s happening at once. Have you ever seen the movie 23? Oh, another one. It is with... Isn't that Jim Carrey one? That's who it is. Jim Carrey. My fantasy football league is now called 23 because of that movie. Thank God you didn't tell that. I know. I would have, he would have lost his mind. Out. It is a, is a crazy movie. I think 23 is like the most common combination of numbers or something like that. Supposedly, that's what Jim Carrey told me. Anyway. Don't tell him that. Three two is <laughs> yeah. the most common NHL score. Four Ooh. two is the second most common NHL score. And three two is just two three the other way. Yep. Oh, that is Ooh. Mike Malott, UFC fighter. Mirror, if you he seemed like. nice, but well, he's a killer. Nice. Let's get real. Oh okay. yeah, like, you, like we're was, all joking and mm-hmm. growing this and that and the other. If that guy was locked in the metal cage with you, you'd be dead within three seconds. I was lo- like, as you were yeah. talking to him, Tyler, I was looking up some highlights from Mike Malott, just like cruising YouTube and shit. <laughs> he he will straight up kill you. He has had. 12 MMA fights. Only 23? <laughs> only one has gone the distance. 12? Which he drew. One plus two is two. <laughs> Quick mass. One plus two Every is three. Every single one. Kill us all. Kill us all for last sure. fight has gone one round. He's a killer. Man. Yeah, and then the other one was a minute in the second round. When he's like, I have no other interests. I train 24 hours a day, and if you don't, I'm going to kill you and eat <laughs> your soul. I'm like, ooh. Okay. Realistically, Liam, you're standing in the octagon neck across from Mike Malott. How long do you think you can kind of juke and jive before he gets a guy? Oh, get no. his hand on Run you? away, Liam! Not long. I might just sacrifice myself. <laughs> just run at him in a kamikaze move? Arms wide open. Take With me arms. now. Just run at him full tilt, head down. Try and <laughs> yeah. knock him out when you run at him. Fist high. <laughs> <laughs> You will not see a See, if the UFC really wanted to grow the sport, this would be what we would get to watch. Rather than like John Gotti against Floyd Mayweather, it'd be like Floyd Mayweather against a fan. And everyone does 50-50 and one person wins and one person fights. It's like the new version of pros versus Joes. But boxing. Yeah. Or MMA. Yeah. Liam versus Mike Malone. And your femur would snap in half. Oh, I just imagine he would grab my head and Pop it off the shoulders, just <laughs> quick as a gif. <laughs> old cherry popper. It's a wild old sport. It's just these it people is. who just have a variety of fighting skills. Just go out and just do whatever they can do. How long maximum do you think you could last? I well, give like, myself less than ten. Seconds. Yeah, yeah, okay, ten, 10 seconds. But if they, max, max. If you fed them a fake scouting report, if you're like, hey, like mm-hmm. this guy's legit. He looks like a string bean. But like you got to take him serious. I'll be your hype man. Like yeah. look out for your okay, Jack. So you, He'll kill so you. You need to feed him a fake scouting report, yeah. and then do I just get to run around really fast? That's what. That's the only move. Maybe like, climb in the cage. Yeah, like, like they'll catch you eventually. But that way, you might make it to like the eight or nine second mark if you can like sprint around and be like, Whoa, and like just like kneel down and start praying. And they're like, oh, I can't attack. Just a give guy. a little shake and bake, you know. Keep praying. Round like, two, prayer. Treat it like a bear attack. Like let him get one clean look. Like maybe he gets you like in the arm or something, and you just go like. No <laughs> UFC asshole. fighter will ever expect you to start in the fetal position. Yeah. <laughs> One thing well, your M checks dude is panded movies burst into tears, folks. <laughs> oh no, he's crying again. Oh, he's asking the ref to stop the fight. He's hiding behind the ref, folks. This is a shameful display. Bag milk is punching himself in the face. <laughs> it is now over. Liam's crying. He bet everything he had on your M Chuck for reasons only he understood. I thought he had a good fight at him. I always think it's crazy when guys are just clearly about to get their arms snapped and they're just not tapping. I, if someone ever grabbed me in that position, I'd be 
tapping everything. Yeah. Feet would be going. Like, I think both I'm going to get out of this. I should. Dude, I'd be really? tapping before yeah. he even got his hands oh, on me. Yeah. I'd tap four blocks from the arena. <laughs> yeah. I'd be driving up, be like, you know what? I don't like the way the sun's setting. <laughs> tap out. <laughs> All Sir, I want to do really I'm an Uber end. driver. You can't tap out to me. Sir, yeah. I've tapped out. All I really want to do at the end of the day is get my walkout song and then I'm tapping. My walkout song will be like, Doing one of these in the corner, you know, cheering Ooh. for myself. ASMR <laughs> noises from YouTube, eh? Just a, <laughs> just a rainstorm. You walk out to that. Ooh, <laughs> mine would be a Boozy Badass. Probably Vlad TV, whatever that song is. Boozy Badass told the story once where he, you know, lean, like how rappers drink promethazine cough syrup. Yes. No. Liam, I, don't, Liam, I don't know that. Yes, you do. Why would I know that? Double Why? cup lean. Double cup lean. Oh, the Jolly Rancher? Uh, I oh, pet him. Dear. Okay, well, anyway, Boozy Badass in jail had like a multi gallon jug of lean in his cell at all times because the prisons down there were so corrupt. Mm. And he said that when he got in, he maxed, when he got into jail, he maxed out everyone on his like blocks commissary account because like the king is here. It's cool. So, what is it? Lean? It's essentially cough syrup, Sprite, and Jolly Rancher. Yeah, and you drink it and then it's it's a sedative and it eats away your stomach lining and it never ends well for anybody. Yeah, you shouldn't do it. Anyways, he did it in jail. Because well, he's a G. Place to do it. Uh, all right. That's why Lil Wayne kept collapsing, allegedly, in my opinion. Having all them seizures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. To the other end of the athletic spectrum from UFC, we go to the US Open of golf. They're pretty much the same thing. Yeah. On uh, my Betway account, I have five players that I wagered on to win this tournament okay. John Rom, Justin Thomas, Corey Connors, Mackenzie Hughes, and, Ro- and uh, Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler is currently in the lead. So I'm happy about that. Shout out to Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. I love a good golf major. I got my charts at home. My girlfriend also likes wagering on golf. So me and her have like our strategy session the night before a major where we sit there with our notes that we've taken throughout the day. And we both like compare what we're doing, who we're betting on. You two are meant for each other. Let me ask you a question. We really are. I'm on Betway right now and I'm looking at uh, some of their bets here for the US Open. What does first round three balls mean? It's the those three guys. Yeah. And you're picking which one of them is going to have the best score. When you walk up to the first tee, the greeter goes low and feels. Mm. And if he feels three balls, he holds a yellow flag up. And everybody who's bet on the three ball, they win. If he holds a green flag up, it means he has two balls. (laughs) Good to go. If he holds a blue flag up, (laughs) it means he has no balls. Okay. One or less anyway. That's how majors work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't get mad at me. You know what I did today, Tyler? What? Bought tickets to the Heritage Classic. That's really... How Pray much money you do you have, Bank yeah. Cream? Oh, I'm good. I'm never going to financially recover from this. I am shocked. They are unbelievable. How the fuck do people have what was it, four hundred dollars a seat? So, where I'm sitting, I got the two hundred dollars seats. And if you're listening to this and going, "Ha ha, bag milk," you know where the two hundred dollars. There, I'm up in the corner, very high. I'm not going to be able to see shit. Remember where we sat for Winnipeg, roughly? Down low, down low. Those tickets are $900 plus. How the fuck is this happening? I have no idea. I literally logged in today and laughed out loud when I saw Commonwealth, the seating chart. It is wild. So you're up, upper bowl, way up, like towards the bottom of the upper bowl. If you go in the middle of the field, those are 300 plus. You know what I don't like about this? I don't like all the little kids. Like if you're a family, you're never going to go. How the fuck you're never going. Are you going to drop $1,200 for a family of four to go to a game? Impossible. I was talking about that in my group chat because one of the guys wanted to bring his son and he goes, well, I guess I can't or the kid's not going. (laughs) That's an option. Dad wants some pops. It's not good. It's not good. It doesn't grow the game, man. It doesn't grow the game. $900. To sit lower bowl in center field. And 50% of families don't have $500 yeah. for a one-time emergency expense. Yeah. So said the news. It is wild. We got lower bowl seats up in this bitch going for $20 million. And you don't really see that much in an outdoor game. I just want to be there is ultimately the reason I did it. But like the, the tickets are I feel like since the you know what outrageous. They've come back and tickets to everything. It's like I didn't tour for three years. Now Crosby Stills and Nash tickets are a grand each. Like what yep. the fuck? Well, especially as David Crosby died. So now they're going to haul him around. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, shit. Did you hear that Beyonce opening up her tour in Sweden caused inflation to return to Sweden? Jesus. I read a thing about it today. So the Renaissance tour started in Stockholm and so many Americans flew over 
and stayed in all their hotels and shit, that all the restaurants and hotel prices went bananas, and it led to Swedish inflation recommencing, and they're blaming Beyonce. The BBC is reporting on this. See? This is real. That's the Queen's News Service. Mm. The Beehive, the beehive Flock TV have to say about well, it. Well, he'll check in. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap up, we got to give some love to AMA Travel. Are you trying to see Beyonce in Sweden but hate the inflation? <laughs> AMA Travel can help you save on that trip, yep. even get you the rental car. You'll be driving on the other side of the road with the steering wheel in a different spot. So get ready, but still, they can help. Not in Sweden. Oh, really? They drive the same side as us in Sweden? Yeah. It's just uh, <laughs> England and Burkina Faso. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, once you get to Wales, you turn over. Yeah. You but all cross. the signs are illegible. <laughs> we did. Yes. All in really long. Of the road. <laughs> the first line of the BBC article. Thought the war in Ukraine or supply chain snarls were to blame for rising prices? <laughs> you must not know about Beyonce. Told you. <laughs> This is what I learned before I texted you about Boozy Badass Bag Milk. (laughs) On September 3rd, 1967, Sweden made the change driving from the left to the right. So what do we drive here? The The right. right. As you can imagine, the story says, realscandinavia.com. As you might imagine, this switch was anything but easy. Oh, yeah. There's a photo somewhere you can (laughs) find. There's a photo of people crashing into each other. Yeah, I remember a country it is, but they're flipping over. I've seen the photo too, yeah. I drove on the left-hand side of the road in Australia. <laughs> it was fucked up, man. I did too. Like when I was there, I rented a um, <laughs> yeah, I rented a car. It was fucking was awesome. gnarly. And I like going up to the roundabouts on the wrong side of the road and shit. Like someone's gonna die. My brain just doesn't compute it, so I was just like, I can't drive here. Uh, the pictures when you look up Sweden switching sides of the road. Yeah, they they're exactly what you'd expect. Yeah, pileups. Well, yeah. Think how big the beehive is, though, to like move the needle on inflation. Yeah. Oof. Oof. yeah. Price of milk's going up because Beyonce has two shows. Beyonce ordered eggs in Oslo and suddenly there's none to be had. Uh, was he, who was saying that they ran out of pink paint for the Barbie movie? Oh, that's the Barbie movie. movie. Oh, that up. Yeah. That's real. It, I, no, I straight up? You didn't make that up? <laughs> no, it's real. Yeah, no, that was the real deal. I had one other thing from that little segment that I wanted to bring up. What's that? Uh, what's the movie called again? Offen, Offenheimer? Yeah, yeah, Oppenheimer? Yeah. Apparently... Christopher Nolan's coming out being like, if you watch this movie in IMAX, it feels like a real nuclear blast. So what does that feel like exactly? Like wow. how intense are we getting? They release it? radiation into the <laughs> yeah, theater yeah. to make it more realistic. Seats just get red hot. Oh boy. A handful of people just drop right there in the theater. I went to a ride once. I don't remember if it was like Universal Studios or something, but we got into this machine and like tilts up and tilts down and oh, tilts yeah. left. And I was like far corner and there was a thing that sprayed mist. Yeah. But it was broken. <laughs> and like every time it would spray, it'd be like, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, fuck, this is happening. This isn't what I wanted. Get yeah, those at West Ed, but I want for a minute there as well. Where's one of those in- interactive ones? Yeah. Moving all over the place. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Mine There's- was in ill repair. <laughs> There's one of those I remember in California Adventures when I went like five years ago. And it, you're like flying through the world and you get to like Africa oh, and you I've fly down and yeah. there's like an elephant and then like the smell that it shoots you just smells like shit. It's, it's like, just oh. a guy like in the machine with a big thing of manure and a fan. He's like, just oh, ripping ass in there. <laughs> We've been our stinkiest employees <laughs> in this hut. We've locked you with the stinkiest employees. He goes, Six oh, here comes the thing again. <laughs> Cranks one out. (laughs) 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 Smells of (laughs) this ride smells like broccoli. Oh look, Mike Malott's still listening. (laughs) What have I done? I won at UFC. I should beat the shit. How did that happen? How did that happen? By the way, how did he get on the show? He just popped in. <laughs> He's just always got the Zoom link. I got a text. Yeah, I was like, you want Mike Malott on your show? This is what happens like, at 1260 going off the air. Hey, there's just nobody left to talk about sports. We're like, yeah. I guess Commissioner Batman can come on at 1115. <laughs> <laughs> we don't record it that time, but I guess again, I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> we laugh at the decline of society. Yep. We're all going down. Maybe I am legend at some point. Well, that's a wrap on today's show. Shout out to Betway, Wilhawk Beef Jerky, and AMA Travel, and our new friend Mike Malott. Number 23, UFC. Uh, yeah. See everybody. Free boozy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.